Hello, welcome to Dealcast. I'm your host, Kat Van Hoof, and with me here today is Samantha Tomaschik. She's the senior reporter at Deal Reporter, covering TMT situations. Last episode, we discussed activism in Europe, and Vodafone cropped up. Sam, can we talk a little bit about what's going on there? Yes, Vodafone's had quite the year. Started with um, a deal that we were expecting for a long time. Uh, it was long awaited in the sense that they tried lots of different combinations. This is, I'm talking about Vodafone and Liberty Global here. And they finally announced in May a combination with uh, the German, Czech Republic and Hungarian assets. And then shortly after that, their longtime CEO, Vittorio Kalau, announced that he was going to step down. And then just after that, uh, our reporter in New York, David Carnavali, found out that Elliot has built a, a significant stake in Vodafone. So they've had a very busy year. So an activist has entered into Vodafone, which is uh, interesting, to say the least. Um, Could all these events be linked in some way? That's a really good question. We think there's a link between the CEO's announcement that he's going to step down and with Elliot's decision to take a stake, because there was a slight dip in the share price. And so what Sources is saying is there was a slight opportunistic nature to this um, act by Elliot. (laughs) Having said that, it doesn't appear linked with the decision to acquire the German, Czech Republic and Hungarian assets from Liberty Global. Sources are saying it's not completely clear yet what Elliot wants, but it seems that from the different suggestions that have been made, it could be to do with the European Tower assets and potentially selling those. Is there any indication of what Elliot does want in the end? Do we know anything about that? So there hasn't been any public confirmation that they have built a stake at this point. Um, and there's been no filing. So if there is a stake build, it is something that is just falling underneath that filing threshold. So that's the first interesting thing to note. Now, the sources were saying that Elliot have approached Vodafone, and there have been discussions with at least one member of management. Don't know who that is. Don't know whether it's Victoria himself or maybe the new CEO, which is going to be Nick Reed, this the CFO. Um, so that's still yet to be seen. There hasn't been anything public. Um, but if you just look at what could be done, um, there's been suggestions, for example, of share buybacks. And linked to that, um, people have suggested that in order to do that, Vodafone could look again at the acquisition of Liberty Global's assets and really assess whether they need to do that at this point or whether the money could be better spent by paying a larger dividend or indeed buying back shares. I did speak to a top shareholder and he said that he wouldn't support this. Um, he would see a buyback as more of a short-term solution, whereas the acquisition of Liberty Global's assets is a longer-term solution in that um, they've done it in markets which are increasingly converged. So, for example, in Germany, acquiring Unity Media really does boost their multiplayer offering there. And he thinks that is, for now, a better opportunity. But I think, you know, often activists tend to go for deconglomerization and um, getting rid of certain assets. So it sounds like it's unlikely, as you say, Elliot will support um, branching out or or going further into other geographies rather than maybe getting rid of some short-term gains. Is is that what you think? There isn't actually any evidence that they will try to uh, break off the deal with Liberty Global. They could look to do other things, um, rationalising the portfolio in other ways. So, for example, there was a suggestion that they could look at their South African asset, Vodacom, or they could look at other minority shareholdings, of which there actually aren't many now, because what Vittorio did is he did actually rationalise the portfolio quite effectively and got rid of most of the minority shareholdings that Vodafone had. 
So it doesn't look like there's a huge amount to do, uh, maybe beyond reattempting an IPO in New Zealand or, um, as I said, with the South African asset. Um, but I think it's it's worth saying that if this was to be M&A related, which of course at Deal Reporter we hope it is, then it could be the towers. That does seem to be uh, the the thing that would make the biggest positive difference to Vodafone's valuation. And also there's definitely value there from what sources and the investor is saying that could be extracted because the towers portfolio is trading at a much higher valuation than the group in general. Um, one of the bankers we spoke to put it around 15 times EV to EBITDA for the towers. And looking at Vodafone, it's now currently around seven times EV to EBITDA. So quite a big difference there. And so they would do this via sale or is there any sort of um, ECM possibilities there as well? IPO spin-off or they, things that they might consider doing? Potentially, if you look at what their competitors have done. I think what banks are saying is that we should be looking here maybe at a partial sale because there's still a level of discomfort with mobile operators around completely divesting their infrastructure assets simply because it can give you a competitive advantage to own that infrastructure because of course it means that your competitors aren't building on something that you've spent millions of pounds yourself building. So do you think that uh, you mentioned a shareholder not being particularly enthusiastic about um, the possibilities of, of Elliot boosting buybacks and such. Do you think there'll be any pushback uh, on any of the proposed strategies from shareholders? So the top shareholder is saying that he wouldn't necessarily support a tower sale in the near term. And this is mainly because Vodafone has just spent a lot of time, a lot of money on an infrastructure investment called Project Spring, basically improving its network. And it's been, a str- it's, it's been its strategy for a long time to really focus on network quality, and that's the way it thought, it thought it would differentiate itself from other operators. The investor is saying this hasn't actually come through yet in financial results, but that Vodafone should be given two more years to try and communicate to shareholders that it was worthwhile doing this investment and that it will come through. Um, so while he's not ruling out future support if Vodafone doesn't communicate effectively with shareholders at this stage, he wouldn't want to see that. But, you know, notoriously, um, hedge funds, activist funds like uh, Elliott Management don't tend to be patient for two years. So we'll have to keep an eye on uh, what they demand in the end um, when they disclose their stake. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much, Sam, for talking to us uh, this time around. Um, And please tune in for the next episode.